1: Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on another beautiful morning in the hill country. It is, um, I guess it's the last day of spring, um, and uh, summer begins tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. Tomorrow's the first day of summer. You know, someone, uh, um, you know, we're talking about this little heat wave we've been having You know, we have this term uh, spring, and we have this term summer here in Texas. And, of course, we know uh, what summer is. It's just hot, right? Uh, Summer is hot. And um, so spring, late spring, I think we need to come up with a new term. And I believe my wife came up with a new term for uh, those couple of weeks right before, uh, I guess it would be the first two weeks, first couple of weeks in June, before summer gets here um you can't really call it spring if it's 148 degrees outside i know it's not that but that's just a big number um i think it's called preheating that's what my wife said this is uh preheating we're just preheating the oven that's uh all we're doing so if you're um New to Texas, uh, if you just landed here during the winter and you came over from sunny Southern California um, and uh, you're wondering, wait a minute, it's not even July and it's 185 degrees outside, uh, it's like, yeah, it's preheat. We're just preheating the oven, getting ready to bake some biscuits and, you know, you don't put the biscuits in a cold oven, you got to preheat that oven and so that's where we're at, folks. It is preheat time. Tomorrow's the first day of summer, even though it feels like we've been in it for about a week. Um, one of the other things that comes along with summer is a whole lot of the um, uh, political activity. A whole lot, actually, a whole lot of activities during the summer just seem to die and go away, and. And it's uh, people take their uh, vacations. They they go to their summer homes in Aspen, and well, not my people. We uh, we go to we go to Port A, you know, uh, for the weekend. But um, and so things slow down. Meetings, uh, different groups uh, slow down a little bit in the, the summer. Um, but that doesn't mean uh, that everybody gets a uh, you know free ticket. Now you still need to stay engaged. And we are going to be hitting the primaries next spring before you know it. Yes, I know. It's like less than a year off before we hit that. Um, So it's never too early to get engaged. It's never too late to get engaged in the process. Um, We have, for the calendar, I have right now uh, not a whole lot on it, but we have in the uh, Liberty in Action, We the People in uh, Kerrville are sponsoring and part of a, a prayer walk that is going to be on July 1st. And I just lost my... No, there it is. There's gonna. There's my page. Uh, Saturday, July 1st is going to be a prayer gathering and walk. And uh, so that is... I know that's still a few weeks off on your calendar, but that's what I have on my calendar right now. I believe that it is uh, let's see the new group the new organ the new group that's going to be meeting at Zion Lutheran. I need some more information from them. I'll call uh, Jim today or Caleb today and find out but um, uh, if they're gonna follow the schedule that they told me about then their next meeting is going to be on Thursday the 29th and uh, so that uh, at Zion Lutheran in Kerrville. And like I said, I'll get a hold of Jim and see if that is still uh, what they're planning on doing. But for right now, that's it on your calendar. But um, that doesn't mean it's time to quit. That just means uh, take a break. Um, I know that there's a secret squirrel meeting coming up here in a couple of weeks. And so your, your conservative leaders are still working, still getting together, still engaged. I think we've got a lot of people who have uh, kind of uh, unplugged their phones now that the session is over. Um, But, uh, yeah, summertime, slow down a little, be careful, but uh, don't completely disengage yourself. Um, They've got some words of wisdom from Ben Franklin and uh, here's, here's a good one that maybe I need to keep in mind every now and then. Uh, tart words make no friends. A spoonful of honey will catch more flies than a gallon of vinegar. A spoonful of honey will catch more flies than a gallon of vinegar. So I think, I think Ben had a number of variations on that concept and that idea. And uh, but uh, that's all right. Each one drives home a little bit more of uh, of his message, folks. We're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. He owns the largest collection of do rags in Gillespie
0: County. He's Matt Long. Bye. The Hill Country Patriot,
1: all right, we are back. I want to thank you for sticking around. No, I know because I was always there, man. I was a channel surfer back in the day when uh, My dad would say, go change the channel, and I'd have to get up from the couch. You know, we were remote controls back in the day. Uh, Your remote control was a child. I remember when our TV got its first remote control, and it had a wire on it. It was a nice long wire, um, but, yeah, it had a wire on it, and so you had to... uh, Yep, so um, there's uh, you you could uh, be changing channels during the break, and I'm so glad you didn't, and uh, thank you for sticking around. We are your information station, the Hill Country Patriots. So, um, what is going on at the Capitol right now? We are in the midst of a special session. It wouldn't seem like it. Um, After all, it is Tuesday, and I'm sitting here in the studio, not up at the Capitol, because uh, the House members uh, all just decided to get up and go home um, after less than 24 hours of the special session and uh, therefore shutting the door to any negotiation or any functioning of the uh, Texas legislature in this special session. In fact, it just occurred to me that is this any different than uh, the walkout that the Democrats did Last session, uh, last uh, two years ago, during the special session, they didn't want to. They didn't want to work with uh, people in the House. They didn't want to work with the Republicans in the House, and so they just left. And so now, what we have two years later is uh, the Democrats um, and the Republicans in the Texas House just left because they didn't want to work with the Senate, so they just left. Uh, and and yet your representative and my representative is uh, defending that. All right, they're defending that, um, and 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 their silence is defending it. Because if they were really bothered by this, they they would have man they would have been been out reaching out. They would have been making a fuss. They'd have been tweeting and would have been all over Twitter. But they're not. I think there's just one or two of them that are saying anything but it ain't mine and it's not yours all right so what is actually happening today at the capitol and i believe that the senate is going to be called to order at um if not 10 it'll be 11 um and they are going to be hearing from the 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 entire body of the senate is going to be hearing from the seven senator committee that was directed to create the rules to govern the impeachment trial of paxton all right and so we've had this group that's been meeting behind closed doors texas tribune i think is kind of funny they as much as they try to hide their their um uh their their bent their leaning they give themselves away just every now and then it says tuesday morning the Texas Senate is set to meet late Tuesday morning to hear from a secretive seven-senator committee that was directed to create the rules. So, see, it was a secret, a secret squirrel meeting of seven senators. Well, I have to hand it to the to Lieutenant Governor Patrick because had this been done in the House, you know, that committee would um, be more Democrats than Republicans, just because that's what Dade Phelan does. But um, in the case of the Senate, that seven-person committee is um, shows uh, five Republicans and uh, two Democrats. And so that was, uh, I believe, an appropriate um, makeup of that um, secret squirrel group meeting. So today sometime, and I will have that news for you tomorrow, we will have the rules of the procedure. I imagine that once these rules go from the committee to the floor, from the committee to the floor, that there will probably be some discussion, some debate. There may be some amendments. Um, there may be, um, a, who knows how that's all going to go, but that is um, that is the, uh, they're going to come up with the rules um let's see i believe um let's see the house managers this is interesting they uh they sent the senate committee 17 examples of rules that were used in past impeachment trials in texas including a recusal rule so um that uh, the House has been helping out uh, by sending over some uh, examples of rules. Of course, the house is the prosecutor in this. If we look at it as a, you know, um, as we look at it as a legal uh, term, the house is the prosecutor here. and uh, they've hired some uh, pretty big legal guns to uh, come in and present this case against um, uh, Patrick. Now, there's been a lot of people, myself included, and even, I believe, the Fredericksburg Tea Party, maybe, as well as a number of different Republican organizations around the state and clubs, have sent letters off to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, who I do have uh, permission to call him Lieutenant Dan. I got that firsthand permission from him directly asking him is it okay to call you lieutenant dan and he laughed and said yes so i'm not being disrespectful so uh we've been sending a lot of uh, efforts sending notes and letters and phone calls to lieutenant dan to say just don't hear this all right just don't hear it stop this kill it dead before it even begins and uh here's what uh, dan patrick has said about that Um, this was him in an interview with the Dallas radio host Mark Davis he says we actually have to address the issues Paxton says if not they could keep I'm sorry Patrick says we actually have to address the issues Patrick told Dallas radio host Mark Davis if not they could keep Ken Paxton away from doing his job forever in general We have to deal with it. So, um, uh, but here we go. The uh, Paxson's lead lawyer uh, says that um, they're they're arguing over whether this should be public. Uh, I think it definitely... Excuse me. I think it definitely needs to be public. Um, Not sure why uh, Paxton would want that to be a secret. Um, There are also uh, Paxton's legal team. Man, I keep getting Paxton and and Patrick mixed up, so I'm going to have to be real careful here. My apologies. Paxton's legal team have been arguing whether the trial should be public or how much discovery and preparation uh, will be allowed. And Paxton's um, attorney, uh, Busby who is the lead um, uh, the lead lawyer for Paxton he says that lining up witnesses and documents could take up to a year and then Paxton's legal team argued in a memo to the committee that it should limit testimony to deposition statements rather than allow live witnesses which they said could turn the proceedings into political theater. Man, I'm telling you, this thing's going to get wild. If you think this is going to be just some simple uh, little trial in August that's going to k- take a couple of days and the Senate's all going to come back and say, no, this was a waste of time, Woo, I'm not sure if uh, you've got much to stand on. Folks, we need to take a short break and then we're uh, going to come back. percent Texan. <laughs> With Mant Pastor Hill Country Patriot. We're going to be right back with Pastor Greg. Yeah. All right, it is Tuesday morning, and I do believe we have on the line with us Pastor Greg and uh, the chosen generation. Good morning, Pastor Greg, I hope.
0: Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you doing? It is uh, great to be with you, and yes, I am. I am here, and I am present. Uh, great to be on with the Matt Long Show here on Children Generation Radio as we uh, as we share our broadcasts with uh, with our audiences. Great to be with you.
1: Well, thank you, sir. I'm busy uh, uh, making sure I click all the buttons right on this end. So um, we, um, I've just been going over the mess in the Texas house with this uh, Paxton uh, impeachment going on, Pastor Greg. And I just read a little bit, and I, this is not our topic at all, but I just, uh, just wrapped up uh, coverage of this. And it looks like this little trial may take a year or longer. Is that is that news to you?
0: Yes, it is. It is. It is absolutely news to me. I can't believe that that they're that they're doing this. Honestly, yeah. Uh, it, it, I, I mean, I, I've read through you know pieces of this and and a number of these quote unquote charges. It it's, it, it reads very similarly. To the uh, to the Trump indictment, yeah, okay, you know it's it's the same kind of tactic, and and what's interesting about uh, this this particular piece is is that a lot of this has already been mitigated. Yeah, I mean that he's already been put on trial and found innocent. He he was he was acquitted of a variety of these charges. And yet they're going through. This is a payback, man. Oh man, if folks and 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 it really uh, is 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 frustrating that there are you know some of the quote unquote conservative voices mm. that are coming out and attacking him and yeah. and supporting this this charade. And and they will not acknowledge Dade Felon <laughs> and 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 Strauss and and, the, and, the, and this whole connection of stuff that goes back. And I've mentioned this to you before and talked with your audience and mine. I sat down with Harvey Hildebrand years back when I first started doing my show on K E R V, because I was watching with the Texas House and Senate were doing with their supermajority. And having just moved back to Texas after fighting this fight for 18 years in California, I was watching and saying, wait, you guys are doing, it's the same playbook. The yeah. Democratic Party is running the same playbook and the Republicans are lying there playing Neville Chamberlain. And and that's what he told me. He said, well, you know, we've got to compromise with them because one day, eventually, they're going to be in power, and mm. I just—I mm. looked at him and I was like, "Are you?" I, I mean, I was so stunned by him saying that. Yeah, you're sitting in a House of Representatives and you have a super majority. Yeah, you have it. They had a super majority in the Senate. It was like thirty to. I don't know whatever thirty to one
1: or what, yeah, in the Senate, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, it was it was it was was ridiculous, and then in the House they 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 were they were like two to one in the House, yep, one hundred to super majority, yep, and And, we and 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 yet and they passed nothing in it, and they made Democrats chairs of committees. Are you out of your mind?
1: Yeah. And and I haven't heard that uh, line in a, a number of years, though, Pastor Greg. But I remember hearing it back years ago. Well, we have to do this because once they're in power again, we have to, you know, they'll they, we'll want them to play nice with us. I, you know, accepting these, and this is getting to our topic, accepting these tiny little infringements um, into uh, infringements or, or compromises accepting small compromises, now not all compromises, but compromises that go against our principles, all right? Accepting those tiny little compromises out of the notion of keeping the peace or we'll get paid back for that someday is, uh, I think, is pretty dangerous. I I call it incrementalism or the, the creep, the little baby steps of creep. Talk to me a little bit about that, Pastor Greg.
0: Well, you know, the word of God tells us that we are not to eat and break bread with these, with these amoral and immoral individuals hmm. that claim to be a part of us. That, that becomes the key. And and Paul's very clear in 1 Corinthians five when he talks about that, because he says, I'm not saying don't break bread, don't eat, don't go out into the marketplace, because you can't not do that. Right. What I'm saying is is that if they're going to claim to be in your camp, mm-hmm. then they need to be in your camp. Yes. And and if they're not then then you don't break bread with them
1: you know i i do not. I, I don't have my scripture open in front of me and i probably should but he was talking about paul in that case was talking about um, christians first of all people within the body people are believers and i believe also before that he says um when you see or you find christians or fellows uh, mem- you know members like that around you you're to approach them and, and try to work with them on getting this, whatever, the thorn in their flesh, whatever the issue is, getting it away, and then, it's. See, am I recalling that correctly, and then once you've tried, nope. then you, it's like, um, I, I can't eat yeah, with you yeah. if you're not going to turn, turn around. Yeah.
0: Well, you're talking that so so we're we're talking about two different places. Okay, you're talking about church dip- discipline in Matthew 18. Okay, which is true. You go to them, then you bring a witness, and then you bring them before the whole church. Mm. I'm referencing the point where Paul is correcting the man who's having sex with his father's wife. Okay, and he says, if I was there, I would I would have already put him out. You're extending grace to someone that doesn't deserve grace. They actually need to be turned over to Satan in hopes that will save their soul. Man. And that, then he goes on to say Go ahead. No no no, go on, go on. He
1: goes on to say
0: Well then he goes on to say again, you you can't you can't mix unleavened bread with leavened bread and you wouldn't put old old You wouldn't take an old mold mold and put new bread in it. It will break it. Mm -hmm. And he talks about wineskin. You wouldn't take new wine and put it in old wineskin. In the same way, you're not supposed to break bread. And that's 1 Corinthians chapter 5, folks. Check me out. That's what he says. But he says, but... I'm not saying you can't break bread with those that don't believe because you have to, you have to operate in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. You have to deal with them. But, but that doesn't mean compromise with them. It means you have to live out in the world and, and, and handle your business. And you can't not do business with people that don't believe the same way as you because you, because that's the world that we live in. You know,
1: that's different. Go ahead, no, I was just thinking that is a message. that is a message that you don't hear from pulpits these days. that That's a tough. Me- the message we're hearing um, either from the pulpits or from from leaders is, well, we need to just we need to open our arms and just accept everybody as they are and just bring them on in and wrap our arms around this around them. And through our kindness, um, we're going to somehow bring them around there there is not it's not one or the other is it pastor greg because we do need to be open and warm and accepting but at the same time we don't carry it to that far end like the example of the the fellow sleeping with his father's wife
0: well let me let me let me clarify so it's not accepting as the world has termed accepting Okay. it's saying that Christ died while you were a sinner Christ died for you as a sinner and so why don't you come and let us tell you how to get set free from that sin hmm. come and let us share this message of hope with you in how Christ came, how God sent his son to break off that bondage. There, there's a, a video out that I've watched now. I've seen this young lady talk a couple of times. But she was going through, she said she was transitioning to become a man. Taking the hormones, going through all of that. And, uh, and, 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 and But what she discovered was that she wasn't happy. She wasn't getting any happier. Mm-hmm. And somebody invited her to come to church. And so, and there's video of it. She's in youth. And the youth pastor, because of how she was dressed and how she looked, assumed that she was a guy. And mm-hmm. he just brought 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 the person up. And, and 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 you know, not knowing and and took them at their name, but he led them in the salvation prayer. And then they began to realize, and she said she was, she was had a dream. And in her dream, she and a, and, a, and a man were on stage, and on the other side of the stage, there was two men and there were two women, and they were coupled. And she saw, the Lord showed her, underneath her lineage was all these children generations upon generations. And then underneath the two men and the two women was a red line. And she said, the spirit of the Lord spoke to her and said, this is what the enemy is stealing. The enemy is stealing generations. I had generations for that man and that man and that woman and that woman. But because of the sin that they are in bondage to, those generations will never live. So this so it, never live.
1: So this gal comes out of her dream and is now um, is she now de-transitioning and is a woman and
0: absolutely is, well is what a woman. she always
1: was and uh, but it, going back yes. to admitting it, going back to. That's an amazing story. That's an amazing story. You know, and I get, em, and, and embracing how God made her. Yeah, yeah. You know, Go God. Ahead, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Please n- continue. No, that's all right. I think I'm cutting you off as many times as you are me. It goes both <laughs> ways. The um, it but the 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 idea of of uh, of this accept this is the hardest part for me pastor greg and i know it is for a lot of other people out there as well when we see something our our uh, our, our generation uh, is so we're so aware of this idea of that there are two there's man and woman and and we have just grown that has never been a question and now all of a sudden it is and we're caught between this society that says we need to uh, accept these people and a church that says we need to love them and we're sitting here going this is the sickest thing I've ever seen and I'm supposed to what? I'm supposed to I'm supposed to embrace and love and bring this person in. This is a difficult ask for a lot of folks. Pastor Greg
0: Okay, so so I want so and I know we're going to run tight here, but okay, I want us to think back to the Jesus revolution of the late 60s and the early 70s. Drugs, tattoos, long hair, alcohol, shacking up, free love. And if you watch the Jesus revolution, that was the challenge. Chuck Smith was challenged. Lonnie, Lonnie Frisbee came in, his daughter came in, and they were like, where do we go? We're looking for truth. We know that what we're doing isn't true. Now I want to make, I want to caveat it by saying that's the key. The key is, is look, there are those that are out there like this young lady that are saying, you know what? I've tried the hormone thing. I tried the detransition movement right now is huge in trans. It's huge. And, and the mainstream media, they're trying to cover it. They're trying to silence it. They're doing everything they can. They're threatening them. They're doing all of that. As the church, we need to reach out and say, hey, come on over here. We've got an answer for you. Come on over here. We've got an answer for you. Amen. There are those trapped in the homosexual lifestyle. Robert Oscar Lopez and I have talked about this. And, and he was in it for a number of years. George Carniels written a great book called, uh, that, that talks about from queer to Christ, and he graphically expresses 25 years in that lifestyle. Most of them don't like the sex,
1: hmm, yeah,
0: but they're trapped in it, and they don't see a way out and we as the church are the way out, just like we're the way out for the drug dealer or the prostitute or whoever it is and whatever the sin is, we are the pathway out. So yes, but acceptance doesn't mean acceptance as it has been redefined, but it also doesn't mean a closed door, oh, you gotta get squared away before you can come in. My God. No, no, what you need to do is, is you need to come in. Mm. I'll never forget when, when during that whole Jesus revolution, I was at a very staid Swedish covenant church in Oakland, California, and we were pretty close to Berkeley. And we had a guy from Berkeley that had been outreached by somebody in the congregation. And he came in in his running shorts and his and his tank top and and his thong you know his his thongs and and you know the the, the feet thongs not the thong thong anyway uh, but he probably walked up to the front of the church mat yeah and he plopped down Indian style and he sat in front and and all these people are in there you know Sunday best and all this kind of stuff and one of our deacons got up and went and sat next to him.
1: Mm, yep.
0: And his name was Andy, and Andy became a believer and a follower of Christ, and he and he got very involved with our with our youth and helping our youth to navigate in those days in the late seventies and the early eighties. Mm. Andy Clifford was his name.
1: And someone so just someone just sat. Yes, there is a path. Go ahead.
0: No, there's a pathway. And we need to be, look, we've got to be the salt. We've got to be the light. We've got to love. Christ loved, but his loved transformed. And we need to clean up our own act. Because mm. you can't be a hypocrite and talk to these people. Right. Because they'll sniff you out. Oh, yeah. They'll sniff you out. That um, stick your nose in the air. But get real about where you're at and let the power of God change you. Mm.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Pastor Greg, we are out of time. I really appreciate your message today. And um, always look forward to Tuesdays with you. I want to thank you very much for that. God
0: bless you, Matt. God bless the Hill Country. God bless Hill Country Patriot Radio. Uh, and and just may, may God encounter you today in a way that
1: absolutely
0: knocks your socks off. I'll Amen. see you next week.
1: Amen. All right, folks. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back. All right. I am back. You're listening to the Matt Long Show on the Hill Country Patriot radio station. Many of you out there may be listening to a podcast that was posted later on. My podcast uh, listening audience is growing, which means some of you are out there sharing these podcasts, and I want to say thank you for that. Uh, You can find The Matt Long Show pretty much anywhere there are podcasts. i think about the only big one i'm not on is iHeartRadio radio and i thought i had gone through all the steps to get onto iheart but for some reason i'm still not there maybe it's just being delayed but uh thank you ho- however you're listening whether it's live or streaming uh good afternoon to my mom and i believe she may even be sitting at the table with my brother from another mother uh sonny um made his trip to ireland uh My brother from this mother is um, actually um, over with his family. we got all kinds of family in Northern Ireland, and, uh, you know, there's a part of me that wishes I was there with them, and uh, maybe we can do that uh, next year. Um, So back to what's important. The burr under my saddle. I did not see this coming. I didn't see this coming at all. Um, You know, I've mentioned uh, the burr under your saddle has been my uh, one of my themes now for four years, and and the reason I use that term or I talk about the burr under your saddle is I'm trying to get you to just focus in on one area, put your energy into one area, that one thing that irks you the most. There are a lot. We have a lot of issues out there. Those who are concerned about those who are concerned about elections, election integrity will tell you that nothing else matters if we don't have uh, good, if we don't have elections we can count on. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, but that doesn't make, but that doesn't mean that that's the burr under my saddle, all right. And, and some and the people who that who's, the people whose burr is the election integrity, they want everybody to f- to think that that should be the burr under their saddle. Um in fact, I ran, I was uh, talking with a woman. This was six or seven years ago. It was at least six or seven years ago. I can remember the parking lot. I can remember the conversation, and uh, the subject of abortion came up. And it, abortion is not was the burr under this woman's saddle. It was the one thing that just made her that made her want to go out and get active and get engaged. And she did get active engaged on, on um, subjects of, of abortion. But she she looked at me, and I said, "That's, that's not my number one priority. And, man, she was not happy with that. Well, it ought to be. It ought to be. Folks, pick the one thing that is the burr under your saddle. Let the rest of everyone else fight the burr that's under their saddle. All right? And work together with those who you have in common. And, and if, if uh, this whole transgender process in children became the burr under my saddle, it was completely unexpected, as I think the whole entire transgender, uh, uh, early childhood transgender movement, all right? I'm, I'm going to stick by this, uh, what I have said, and I know what a lot of people have said. If you're a grown-up, if you're a grown-ass adult, I'm sorry about that, honey. If you're a grown-up and you want to poke your body full of holes, you want to cut body parts off, add body parts, I think it's disgusting. I think you have some serious issues. I, 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 I'm not going to say I feel sorry. I feel pain for people who are in that situation. I I don't. I just, for some reason, that term, I feel sorry for you. Just has too many other connotations. I feel pain for people i see struggling like that it hurts me it hurts me to think that, that that the pains of the things that i've been through in my life that created pain in my life that created misery in my life and and, and i look at i know what it's like to have to have a miserable part of your life we've all gone through that and if if you haven't, then man, you have been blessed. But when I see these adults, I, I I feel pain for them. But when I see them attempting to push this onto our kids, and and I'm not going to back off of the grooming word. When I see schools and 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 the Democrat Party and Kerrville and the librarians uh, across the country who want to groom our children who want to put books that are inappropriate for them in front of their what other reason do they have other than preparing them for something they are paving the road for behaviors and activities that they would like to see happen in the future there's no other word but grooming for that phrase that has become the burr under my saddle And it's going to remain there, the burr under my saddle. We're dealing with a cult. In fact, this whole fourth quarter uh, today was supposed to be about the cult. Houston, we have a cult. (laughs) And uh, I didn't even get to that. But what would it take to convince a mother to sacrifice their child this. Only a cult can do that. That's what we're up against. Folks, y'all stay tuned for Lorraine and uh, look out for false prophets. We'll see y'all manana.